Yo. Yo. What up? This guy. Okay. All right. Well, that was corny joke of the day, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on with you? Live my best life. You know, 35 on the outside, 89 on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. It's like laid, sprawled out on the couch in pain. Yeah, I can't even sprawl appropriately. <laughs> it's like a sprung. It's like. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. I need you to get better. Do better. Um, do guess. better. Yeah, do better physically. You act like I like got drunk and like fell down some stairs and hurt myself. Do better. I didn't, oh, well, you, <laughs> you. I have no control over this. You drew all of that as you normally do. Communication is not your strongest suit. Perhaps it's not yours. This is either. an this is an intervention right now. You ready for it? Okay. Okay. Not. Okay. Let's do it. No, no, no. I have more people here. But yeah, so let's uh let's start the freaking pod. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the What Happened Podcast. My name is Cam. And I'm Lacey. Is Lacey speaking into the mic? Can you guys hear and her? And I'm Lacey. Because I can't hear her. <laughs> so, you know. Give me a little headset with a little, or like a little mic clips on my shirt. No. Oh, whatever. I have a mic in front of you. Talk to it. Hi. Hello, friend. <laughs> so, we are back with another interesting topic for you. Um, this week, actually, Lacey found an article and, uh, race, Lacey still reads people magazine. And I just found that very interesting. It came in the mail last night. So this morning with my coffee, I did the, the picture puzzle thing and then the crossword puzzle. And then I'm like, well, I kind of feel wasteful if I'm like, whoop, recycle bin. So and it was like the end of year issue. So I like grazed through it and then seen something that like sparks it in my face. And then mm-hmm. I, I read on. Reading is good. I skim. If I, I mean, can be honest. <laughs> whatever it is. Unless it's like super interesting, then I skim. I get the highlights. I got you. I got you. So what was this article about well i'm not really sure why it made it into people um it's not celebrity based or anything and it's not something that's like a a topic right now but they needed to take up space i guess um but with this uh a man um named michael his wife michelle so michael and michelle that's confusing i know right um michelle was diagnosed with uh cancer in 2013 and uh, Michelle had a friend that she went to high school with. Uh, her name is Kristen and through Facebook, they had rekindled their friendship. Kristen and Michelle did um, to offer support towards Michelle with her cancer recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kristen, the girl that was offering the support, um, her husband, Ryan was then diagnosed with leukemia. Jeez. Yeah. So both spouses died in 2016. Uh, now the couple and their five kids are building a new family together. So okay. as, you know, adorable. Oh, that's great. I mean, there's also some things that go along with that. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the kids, they're not, they're in age range from, like, it looks like six to, I don't know, maybe 18. Um, five altogether. And they all seem happy with how things are. Um, so I missed the piece. Okay. So the woman, the the guys, Michael and wife, Michelle. Michelle had the cancer. Right. So she passed away. What happened to the other husband? The he passed away from leukemia. Both passed oh, away in two thousand sixteen. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But they had uh, Michelle and Kristen had been in high school together back in the day. They're about my age now. So when Kristen, I'm sorry, when Michelle reached out on Facebook looking for support for her cancer, uh-huh. saying that, you know, she wanted to find support um, for her husband that as a caretaker, like the stress of that, um, that Kristen, her friend, had seen the posts and actually sent her like a, a whole new bedroom ensemble because I guess um, her husband, Michael, was coming back from deployment. So mm-hmm. she was kind of by herself. Um so, yeah, and then, you know, she's like, oh, well, by the way, my husband just got that diagnosed with leukemia shortly after that, um, and then both passed in 2016. And they live in, like, different states, from what I can tell. Like, right. they were cross-country from each other. Um, but apparently, the two stayed in contact based off of their relationship as caregivers mm-hmm. to try to, like, have, like, a shoulder to lean on, an ear to speak in. Um, and then they ended up meeting a couple times and then he sold his house and they all moved in together in a different one and um he proposed so my thing is that that's great and picture perfect and it's kind of like a brady bunch type deal i think that was the backstory to brady bunch yeah no definitely they were dead because divorce was like not no bueno back then in the 70s um but are you settling with what's comfortable familiar your trauma bonding because you both experience the same pain and it's kind of like a band-aid or if this person didn't you know have the same traumatic life experiences as you would you still find that attractiveness in that aspect with them um i mean i think I think that is like everything above like because psychologically, if you lose your spouse, like especially like not as of old age or anything mm-hmm. like that, I feel like that right away is just a traumatic experience. And um, I guess people take to trauma in different ways. So I, I can't imagine having a partner in life and then just losing them like with no heads up whatsoever you know what i'm saying so i i feel like like a three-year buffer period but usually once you're diagnosed it's uh, yeah yeah, it's not gonna be rainbows and gumdrops and then you kill over it's gonna be an exhausting deterioration exactly so that being said like i feel like they were looking to men i I mean I, i don't know but i feel like they were probably looking to mend their heart as soon as possible um and you know they were in the same boat they found camaraderie through their their trauma and they're like you know what we both got kids we let's there's something here let's just make the most out of a horrible situation and that's where they ended up where they did 
I guess. I, I don't know. Or did you feel feel pressure to be like, let's be together? I don't. I, I don't know. Like I can see both sides. For me, I would appreciate it more if it's this person that we didn't know each other during this whole, you know, life changing event. Mm-hmm. And yes, it maybe it both happened to us, mm-hmm. but we didn't entangle ourselves right. each other. Just even as as friends to Earth support system. Right. I think that I would trust my uh instincts on looking for a relationship with that person more yeah. than i would if it was like oh you went through the same thing i did at the same time i did with me let me you know go to what i'm used to yeah what <clears throat> one thing that i did notice about me and about pretty much everyone that i've seen um and you even see this on dates dating profiles like if you were recently out of a relationship leave me alone type of thing because people are like they're looking to replace like when you're in a relationship you're used to being in a relationship everything you do is based on you and another person Mm -hmm. so when you're no longer in that relationship you there's a void no matter who you are you feel a void immediately so some people rush to be in a in something else some semblance of a relationship right away right after they hop out of not hop out but that relationship ends so i i feel like a lot of times it's a comfort thing it's just a mental thing it's like you you're filling a void that you immediately have after you and you break up or your your spouse or partner passes on mm-hmm. um but yeah, I I felt it. Like I didn't luckily I didn't rush into anything, but I felt like when I split up in my last relationship, I was like, damn, like there's certain things that I I'm used to that I I want to still have. You grieve the same way you do with a death. Right. There's the you grieve the exact same way um cuz you're used to how you both do things you're used to when there's something going on that you would reach out to that person mm-hmm. or you'd pick something to eat based off of what knowing what you both would like like you have to separate yourself from all these things mm-hmm. kind of like when someone passes and you're like oh i'm going to tell this person something like you want to call them and it's like oh can't yeah it's the same kind of same kind of deal yeah so it is a process and it for me every one of my exes when we would break up whether it was me or them ending it they would be like in a thing like the next day. And I would just be not like jealous, but like so turned off. Like I couldn't, I'd just look at someone and be like, Ugh, I don't even want to deal with anybody yet. So like, I know your shit's fake. So that's why it just yeah. came eventually to me. Like, I don't want to fucking ruin anyone else for anybody else. So when I, cause that's all you'll be doing. Yeah. You can't, you can't give your Mm-mm. heart. And I'm maybe saying give your heart is going to be too much. But you can't give someone your honest attention because you haven't, no, no matter how much you think you may have, you haven't gotten over your ex yet. Mm-hmm. You haven't. You haven't. Um, unless it's just one of those situations where it was just a long standing time at a bad relationship. And then at that point, all right, maybe. But for the most part, like you're still dealing with the split. Mm-hmm. So in that in that case, like I could see that as being a beautiful thing if they really do like whether they love each other or not, I don't know. But if they really, really do like each other and they feel like they're a, a good team in it all, then I'm not mad at it. Like Right, it, yeah. I'm not gonna know. like be like, Oh, I don't think it's real, but Yeah. 
And now they, it might be a little crutch on the trauma bond. And uh, you know what? Honestly, there's nothing wrong with that as long as they're honest with each other and they have actual feelings to some extent with each other. Or develop other. them because eventually it will be an issue when. For sure. You know, the kids are out of the house and grown up and they're looking at each other like. Yeah. Our spouse has been gone for 15 years now and I don't really think that you're the one, but it was nice, like yeah. psychologically healing with you for a while, I guess. But there was a part at the end of the article, um, which was strange, but the uh, woman, Kristen, mm-hmm. she said that she's glad that she had gone through that experiences experience as well mm-hmm. since her now husband did with his ex-wife. Um, well, ex-wife, but the prior wife. I don't know. They're not really exes, but mm-hmm. um, because if she was with a man who had um, an ex-spouse that was deceased, like he was a widow, widower, like she would feel jealousy, which I think is really strange. Break that down again, because you you mentioned something if, about if this her before. He- if her husband didn't die, uh-huh. but her new husband's ex-wife did, she would have jealousy over that dead spouse, and she thinks that their relationship would not have lasted because of jealousy. So why I get that is because they didn't break up. They didn't fall out of love. They didn't, like, she passed away. Mm -hmm. So his heart is still with her. Of course. And I feel like the woman coming in feels like she could never appropriately feel fill that void because he still feels something for this for this woman that passed on differently though i mean you can love two people for different reasons and she's a ghost like yeah i wouldn't even care if they still kept a photo if he still kept like a photo you know next to the bedside as long as i was around at some point like i don't i don't don't yeah see i don't think it's it's a it's like jealousy. Obviously, it's not jealousy that he is going to cheat. I mean, obviously not. But I think it's, again, like, it, it's it's kind of hard to explain. But on the same token, I just feel like he's, she was, he's his heart was with her. And if she didn't pass away, he would still be with her. So I feel like this new woman coming in feels like I I don't I don't really know how to formulate the words that I'm trying to say, but there's there would be no room for her if this other woman was still there. So that's kind of where his heart still is, even though she's not here anymore. So almost like she would never measure up. Because that's really where he would be if there was a choice that needed to be made, if a choice could be made. I mean, personally, I wouldn't feel that way because there's no telling. The relationship is idolized because she's gone. So, of course, he's going to focus on it was the best. It was the best. I'm sure they had their issues. Who's to mm. tell unless you're, you know, a fortune teller that they would have stayed together? Who knows? But you would just have to separate yourself. Like, I'm a different entity. I probably look different. I, you know, hopefully, because yeah, if, if she I look just does, like that'd be fucking weird. If he like would accidentally I'm, call me her that's, name, that's what I'm saying. More than like once a week, I'd be like, um, no, yeah, <laughs> not me. But I don't, especially having if they have children. Like I would never. I would walk in with the expectation that like I'm 
not going to expect them to call me mom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to speak about their mother in nothing but respectfulness. Mm -hmm. I will celebrate her birthday with them if that's what they're into. Mm -hmm. And if they don't want me a part of that, I can respect that to an extent as well. But also, you know, I'm a different chapter. This is me now. So like, if you're jealous of that, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I get it. I do get it. You're going to be jealous of the supermarket girl too, because she like smiles and says a good day. That's weird. No, it's not. You can have great love for someone and it just. I think jealous might be the wrong word for it. She verbatim said, if I married a man who lost his wife and I had never experienced that myself, I think my jealousy would probably ruin the marriage. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think. I think jealousy is the wrong word. I think the word is insecurity. I think that's more of what it is because uh, yeah, that's, that's how I see it. Cause jealous, jealousy isn't the right word in that context because jealousy denotes that there's someone else there. And again, this is my own interpretation of it, but jealousy would suggest that there's someone else there that has the, his attention. And while that could be true, like he's not going through his days thinking or bringing her up or anything like that. Everything is in her head. That's why I said it's probably insecurity as opposed to him being her being jealous. No, she has no one, no one to be insecure this, about. This, and well, the only thing that would make me insecure is if I wasn't the priority. If she was a priority. And her past and her existence was it put a priority over me as your current wife. So God forbid we had to move in your house that you shared with her and you refused to That's like move her idea. things out or pack away her clothing. And you put me second saying like, don't move that. That's where, you know, she would put the salt and pepper shaker. This is how we do it. You know, then I would be like, well, this is kind of weird. That would be a very I'm bad idea. I want to be, Yeah. I'm your wife. I'm your priority. I can respect that you have a deceased spouse. And I am much more tolerant than if you had an ex-spouse that was like across the town. And you're like, don't move the salt and pepper shaker. That's where Christy likes to keep, likes to keep them. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> would, you, would you, you said you would be okay with a picture up? I would be okay. Yeah. Because they have kids in the house still too. You can't just take down pictures of everyone that, you know, had a picture with they were a family right and even like me and the boy's dad we were never married he's still very much alive um i don't have it out in the living room anymore obviously but the boys have um pictures like our family pictures they've got one very large one mm-hmm. i say like it's like a nine by ten or something not like crazy wall size but of all of us and i think that's fine like what if i'm secure with that what if she hadn't passed away no like if it's in your kids like area, like a little desk, your bedside table, and that's like that's me and mom and dad and you know brother and sister, what up? Fine, but if you have it out on like your end table next to your bed, no, like no, your no. wedding photo, I mean, like yeah, like common areas, probably not or no. definitely not in the room. But so you'd be okay with it. I'd like take your smooching selfie off the fucking refrigerator, Tom. Like what is this? You marry Tom? Tom, Dick, or Harry? I'll take them all. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not picky these days. Uh, so this, this leads to another question then, um, would, and I, this is obviously completely hypothetical because we, you know, whatever, 
but would you do you think you would remarry if that happened god forbid that happened to you honestly no remarried no i may be like in a what ends up being a long-term relationship but marry no because it's hard for me to, to think of that right now to be back in right in that like but i would totally be willing to do like a goldie hawn type deal where they're like together for 30 years and have kids but just never get married okay personally um okay. but i would feel some sort of guilt like it would have to be like a complete accidental meetup and you know like i wouldn't feel right about going on to like a dating app within like the first probably two or three years i don't want to seem as if i'm seeking years? yeah it, it's been a year and a half since i was since i've been single and i'm still like i'll be on there for like a week and i'm like ah still like not bitter but i'm just like mean like in and it purposeful, but like not purposeful, but I know I'm doing it, but it's like, I'm looking at myself on the outside. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. And I do it anyways to like fuck with people that I'm like dating. So like to see how and what it takes to like drive them away. <laughs> Get off the apps. What's wrong with you? I have been for two weeks now, but it's like, where, the fuck am I going to meet someone now? Yo, it's... I go to the grocery store to pick, pick up the order. So unless it's the person putting that shit in my trunk, what you Ooh. what you just said is so in line with the video that I have lined up for a little bit because I don't even know what this dude is going about to say, but I feel him. Um, he basically said, "Men stop using dating apps." Uh, I'm not gonna play it yet, but it's probably because of women like you. Why are you playing? I don't want to meet a dude that I want to like go somewhere with on a dating app. The dating app now is like literally just kind of like disposable. Then get off of there. I'm not on there, but it's not. They fucking ghost anyways. It's weird. Except, except for the one that I dated last year. And I asked him towards the end of our relationship. But I'm like, why did you like keep, like he was pursuing me like hard. And I was a fucking bitch. Like it was like three months after the ex and I had split up. Didn't intend on meeting him. Didn't intend to like him. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I was like, eh, he's okay. Went on the first date. And then he asked me the second. I was like, I roll. Fine. Went. And then I found myself like being mean. And like, I don't really want to see you. For but like, no reason. But like, wanting to see. Yeah. So. What is wrong with you? Who hurt you? Well, I already Many people. <laughs> so, I, I have a few answers to like that. Like, six months went by. And then finally, I was myself. And I'm like, um, why, why did you keep pursuing me? Like, I was so mean. He was like, you were mean as fuck. And I'm like, yeah, I know. He's like, it was a challenge at that point. And then shortly after that, he just dropped on the face of the earth. So it's yeah, like, did you really like me? Why would I even? Well, or he was probably, it a fucking challenge at that point? He might have, but you'll never know. You'll never know. Yeah. Get off of there if you're not ready to be on there. You can't. You can't go I don't into think you can meet it a quality thinking, person that way. Anyways, I'm a quality person, and I'm out. I'm out in those streets. I used to say the same thing about myself. Like, all those weirdos, but I'm on here too, and I'm totally a catch. So there's got to be someone else out there that's a fucking catch. So what? You're a weirdo now? No, I'm not on there. So <laughs> I'm hoping someone slides into my DM and not fucking Facebook because all those motherfuckers are weirdos. Yeah, Facebook. Because I don't go anywhere because of Corona. So it's like. Yeah. And I definitely don't want to meet someone at a bar, even when Corona is over. Because that's not the kind of person I want in my life. 
Uh, yeah, I, I've already said on many times on this pod, I'm not a, I'm not a bar meter. I, I just, cause I don't really, I don't, that's not my social setting. So I'm already out of my element when I'm in a place like that or a club or something like that. So I have zero interest in, in that. So I don't know what, I don't know when and how it's going to happen, but I, I guess we'll see. So, um, let's get into, uh, well, did you have, I, oh, I didn't answer the question. So would I remarry? Thanks for asking me, Lacey. Oh, you're I appreciate welcome. you. You're welcome. Yeah. It's okay. part of my charm. Uh-huh. No. So I, I don't know. I think I would. Um, I don't think it would take two to three years for me to start dating again. I'll say that. Um, is dating dating or banging dating? I mean, what's the difference? There's a difference. Like, Lacey, last year dating. I just want to see your dick. How big is your dick? Cool. Lacey, this year dating, I don't give a fuck if your dick is missing because I need to know that you're not like a, a nightmare in a body before I even invest any physicalness with you mm-hmm. dating so i mean it it would just be it it probably wouldn't be anything in particular just whatever flows in type of thing like not looking yeah like i feel like when you're looking for a relationship or whatever the case may be you get you get shit um and you you wind up jumping into the first thing that comes along that looks halfway decent without really fully vetting or going through the vetting process. So I would just, I I would kind of be where I am right now, like going on dates and meeting different women and stuff like that until I felt like something clicked, if that makes sense. It does. And it had me thinking the other day, like when did this shit get so hard? Because I have been consistently, not like back to back. It's usually like a four month gap before I meet someone. And it's just like mutual interest where it's, it's without even talking about it, you start hanging out a lot more. You always doing something with each other during the weekends. And that is like not a thing for me anymore. Like I have not felt like a connection with anyone in the last like year of dating so I'm like, am I just yeah, I don't know. Like, burned or is it just the quality of people I'm I'm trying to meet or like what is the problem? There's, it's, it seems like it's forced. Like I've got to be like, no, you need to do this. You need to go out on that second date. They ask you, you need to go. Let's just see what happens versus just naturally wanting to hang out with each other. Not like obsessively, but right. like I want to see you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I honestly don't know what the answer to that question is, I, but I've. It maybe not a year, but I will say it's been quite it's been a good time since I've had connect. But then again, if you think about it, in a couple of months, we've been we would have been dealing with COVID-19 for a year. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that has to do with the fact for the fact that the last nine months we've pretty much been locked in Mm -hmm. like you haven't been really able to go out and really meet people and really spend time with people and all of that good stuff. So like you go back nine months, that's there. And then before that, it's the winter and you probably weren't going out like that in the winter either. So that leaves us at a year ago. (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? So that, that would probably be where, where your year is. Um, and I know you're much like 
you need to meet, you need to experience a person. And I'm the same way. And we really haven't been able to do that. Like you can't go out to public settings. You can't go to movies with people. I mean, you could do these things, but you're running a risk. You can't go out to the gym with people. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of things that we're used to doing that we like to do to get to know people and see them in different settings and stuff like that, that you just can't do right now. Yeah. So it sucks. It does suck. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that I would take my time um, and just whatever comes, comes. Um, but if the right thing would come about, then I would have to see where that goes. Um, but I don't think that I would be looking to fill that, especially if, you know, God forbid I had a significant other and she passed away on me. Like, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even want to think down that path. That's like, hard. before I even get serious, have you had your annual checkup? Yeah, I need to see yeah, your blood yeah, work, yeah, 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 <laughs> what your, you know, white cells, red cells, how kind of looks like. How do you drive? Do you drive crazy? Do you stay in the middle lane? Like, <laughs> what What are your habits? Are you on any drugs? History, family history. Like, I, yeah, at this point, I need to know these things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No surprises, please. Please, no surprises. Please, 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 no surprises. Yeah. Um so let's get into this video because this is I feel like this dude is gonna speak to me about women like you. But we'll see where it goes. Um this is a YouTube page called Self Developed. Um uh, it says men stop using dating apps and here's why. I don't know what the dude's name is. Is it in the description? Nope. Uh oh, I'm David Ham something. David Ham something. I don't know. It got cut off. But here it is. And there it's not. <laughs> Technical difficulty. Uh I am connecting. The Bluetooth says it's connected. Why are we not hearing through the speakers? Am I bugging? I know I'm not bugging out. I'm just gonna have to cut all this out. Um, I will say as far as the dating app thing, I I agree to an extent because even if I do meet someone on there and it's like, oh, I kind of dig them. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say I'm worried about who else they're gonna come across, but it's so easy for a girl to be like some IG model looking you know, perfect on paper mm -hmm. on a dating app. And that, you know, that's going to be the one time you're like, yeah, let's hang out. And then all of a sudden, ooh, some came up. Oh, why? Because Jessica with a big fake titties messaged you versus if you were to meet them in person, you know, you've met me, like you've met my personality. You see I'm the same in person when big tit Jessica comes by, but she's also like 250 pounds of bigness, the rest of her, and you're not into that. Then you'd be like, hey, or maybe, hey, I talked to her while I was out at the gym and realized that she's like a total fucking idiot. So, mm -hmm. so it's just like everlasting competition. That's not even like actual real legit competition. It's right. falsified bullshit. Yeah. It's all fucked up. It's all fucked up, but all right. Technical, technical difficulties are over. So let's hear what he has to say. 
And all right, guys, welcome back to another video on the David Hammond YouTube channel. Now, in this way, guys, Hammond. straight away, we are talking about dating apps, okay? Now, I got, I got inspired to make this, guys, because I received many DMs as far as, hey, David, you know, and it's, it's funny because you guys are almost acting like these dating apps are normal, or maybe it is normal, and that kind of scares me as far as, like, Tinder or, like, Snapchat and this, this. And I understand Snapchat maybe isn't a dating app, but essentially it's these apps that you guys are using merely for the purpose of attaining a girl or, you know, attracting her and then, you know, getting her number or whatever, whatever it is, right? A lot of you guys will say, hey, David, or Snapchat streaks bad or, like, even clients like I've Snapchatted her for months on end, like and all this stuff or like Tinder or just whatever, like I'm kind of associating that and putting it onto one um, category. So should you use these apps? Okay. In my opinion, no, you should not straight up as a man, you shouldn't. I don't think I, and here's why and explain why the quick answer and I'll, and I'll elaborate more on this. A lot of these dating, dating apps, guys, what they do is they make you lazy as a man. Okay period, point blank. The reason I say that is because you now have an excuse to not necessarily put in work into your life to build yourself organically, which is the best dating app. Building yourself up organically and allowing people to see that, you know, via um, your success, your physique, your your business, whatever it is, that is... Why can't you do both? But I'll let him continue. The best possible, most organic way you should ever um, look for a mate, in my opinion, right? The dating apps, right, bringing it full circle... They really just castrate this. And they do that because not only can you fake it, right? You can kind of pretend you're something that you're not by maybe using a certain bio or this or this or this. They really just suck. They suck all of your energy and focus and vitality and and sense of self-worth and image via this app. Like you literally don't even view yourself as, as a high value man. When you use these apps, you know, guys, maybe I'm coming across as a little harsh here, but like. I've, I've never used these apps and like, you can almost imagine it like, in my opinion, when you use these apps, it's almost similar to using porn, you know, it's just not something a high value man would do. Like, think about it. If you were the best, highest version of yourself, would you be using these dating apps? No, fuck no, you wouldn't because a high value man doesn't need that shit. He doesn't need a crutch. He doesn't need something to maybe prop him up or... I don't know, like give them this kind of just like middle ground caveat. Like it's just, it's, I don't know, at least to me, guys, it just seems fake. It seems very false. It seems phony. It seems very desperate. It seems like you're, 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 you're paying for these, these women or you're just, I don't know, man, you're, you're trying too hard to manipulate and, and just tweak things. And I just don't think that's, that's the answer. I know it's getting bright. Um, which a lot of you guys are like, David, stop saying it's so bright. I noticed this stuff, guys. I'm a photographer and videographer anyways. So what should you do to bring it all full circle? Okay. What I believe you guys should do, and it's not the easiest answer. Hell, it's not the easiest answer. I understand why the dating apps have such a market. I get it. It's, it's, it's very easy. It's similar to porn, right? It's, it's very simple. I think you guys should build yourself up organically, okay? I speak to many of you guys as clients, uh, hundreds of DMs and comments a day. And the people that I know that really are going at it and will achieve success in their dating life or relationship life are the people, ironically, that don't even care about their dating life because they're... St All right, I'm going to stop them there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. He's he oh it's fake, it's fake. And then he's like, I know the lighting, I'm a video and photographer, like ego stroke, I'm a narcissist, it's all about me, I'm perfect. Everyone else should be perfect too. You're desperate if you're on there. What I, the fuck? I don't <laughs> understand what one has to do with the other. I don't understand like I could be on a dating app and still be working? Yeah. And like like, working out yeah i'm literally You're doing that always gonna be like, <laughs> like that's what no, i'm like maybe a couple minutes so then, a night or every so, other night so then you build yourself no. up and then and then what 
you get some, you get a woman that sees you. And again, he said this about men, which if men don't use it, then who are the women getting on the day of that? But yeah, whatever. Right. Um, so you build yourself up and a woman sees you. And then uh, I, I don't I don't under I don't understand the correlation. Or maybe he thinks that you're not going to get like swiped on because like you're not fake enough or attractive enough or something. I, I, I just feel like he's had traumatic experiences, something yeah. like that when it comes to things like this. Um, or he's never been on one or, because... or that because he's he it seems like he has very strong opinions, but they're not based on any type of merit whatsoever. Like, again, what he's saying it. If he said, and I wouldn't agree with it, but if he said, well, you should be out there trying to meet someone organically, meet, meeting someone in public or whatever the case may be, then I'll be like, okay, that's your opinion. And that makes sense to you. And I respect that. But what he's saying has, there's no correlation between the two. What is you building yourself up as a man have to do with you swiping on a dating app? Yeah. He's saying it's easier. Well, yeah, it's easier for for people that don't necessarily have that's the, time the idea or the ability to meet other people out in public or a different type of person that you will come across in your job in your gym area like right more it's just gives you more options to branch out there For and sure. potentially meet someone that you just wouldn't run into on your daily sure. thing like sure. this person could work night shift you're a daytime person you could be two blocks from each other you may never run across each other ever but here's this app, and now you've met each other, maybe. It's, it's, he's so weird, dude. Yeah, I won't be subscribing to his YouTube page. Um, I wonder what other kind of weirdness he has on there. Like, is he like a dating? No, that, I, just, I don't even know where this came from. Because if we go to his YouTube page, it's called Self-Developed. So I think he, he is... loves him some him. He's a... He's a he has one hundred and forty two thousand subscribers, so he's doing something right. But I think he is a like self help type of dude. Because if I'm just gonna read a, a few of the titles, the fastest way to attract a girl, the things only weak men do. That word right there, I don't like that. What to do when you don't fit in? So something tells me he because he has a one of his pictures he's flexing in. Something told me he wasn't the dude and then he became the dude on the internet and now he's telling everybody else how they can become the dude. And the whole what to do when you don't fit in. How about what to do when you feel like you don't fit in? Right. Things like that. Like, right. what? Where, where do you come from? These are like the yeah. articles that come in men's health, like ways to make a girl want you. And it's like, skirt. No. <laughs> weak, weak men all do this one thing. No one's coming to save you. Stop blaming women. Raise your standards. Stop pedestal um pedestalizing women. Less is more. One weak one thing only weak men do. The only way is the only way through is through. Let's hear so, what one of these weak men do things because I just gotta know. Uh, let's see. I feel like there's this guy on Instagram. Occasionally it pops up on our what happened uh hashtag that I have mm -hmm. saved. And it's this fucking dude that just goes in and like hates women. I mean, he's a straight man, but it's just like, don't date a woman that has kids. She couldn't make it work with one person. She's <laughs> trash. Like the craziest shit. And the other these dudes just subscribe to like, oh yeah, they're trash. Like what? 
<laughs> so this is um that's stupid by the way. I would don't even pay attention to that. But this is weak men all do this one thing. Let's see what he has to say. This is this is you. So when he pisses you off, I don't want to hear and it. All right, guys, what is going on? Welcome back to another video on mm -hmm. self and my muscles YouTube hurt. Channel. Make sure recording. Yes, we are, even though I just pressed it like four seconds ago. Hashtag OCD. Anyways, guys, in this video, I believe I, like I him. titled it One Thing. You wanted to watch another video. Now, Hashtag annoying. Beforehand, or at least touched on <laughs> notions like this. Again, I've been there in the past. I'm speaking everything from experience. I'm not pointing fingers at any of you guys or saying like, no, no, no. Like we're all growing together. No, all right, just guys, you're so weak if you do this. Uh, but it has a lot of bad characteristics. If you're what listening. we want to do instead if you're is listening. to vent. You see, you understand venting and venting guys is really just allowing and releasing pent up emotions, right? Problems we're going through issues, struggles. It doesn't matter. So me making these videos, believe it or not, a lot of times is my ability to vent to you guys. Um, you know, maybe speaking to your girlfriend or amazing friends. Okay, guys, a big, um, telling you that is completely lying to you. That's out of fear. Tell people your issues. If you guys are in an empire, right? I'm thinking of 300 but that's okay. I'm going to continue moving forward. And that's the main thing, guys. The difference, the main differentiate, differentiating factor between complaining and venting is venting still finds a solution. Complaining does not, right? This is why I said one thing. Oh, I guess, is this... You can vent as much oh, as you want, guys, but at the end of the day, we have to be moving forward, right? All right. So with my girlfriend... You asked for this additional video. So if... if I'm sorry if you're listening. I kind of was skipping through because he was just kind of um, babbling. But he's saying the one thing that weak men do is complain which okay uh, all right the only thing difference between complaining and venting is venting you're not looking for you know a solve a, sol a solution from this yeah. person and yeah. at the end when you're done venting it's just like whew, and then you carry on about your day like nothing happened right. complaining right. it's just venting and then like just stewing in it yeah nobody likes a complainer no matter what your gender is yeah uh, okay, so I'm going to get off of like his page because, yeah. So um, he is not the relationship gurus that we are because we are perfect when it comes to dating. We just don't have significant others. Yeah, he's the kind of guy, if I showed up to a date and he was sitting across the table just spewing all this weirdness, I'd be like, you really think that you know everything, don't you? Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. He might be entertaining on a date. You should be in on Hop, hop in his DMs. And then as soon as you turn, you know, I don't think this is going to work out. It would be, you're this, you're that, like that. Like, was it about almost a year ago? I put a meme on Instagram about it, but this guy, his name is David. And I'll say his fucking name because I don't fucking like you, oh, David. David. And he looked like a normal ass guy. Had a good job in um, the money field, like hedge funds or whatever. Local, mm -hmm. born and raised here, good family. We did a couple um, uh, video dates at first um, because of his working hours were weird. And then he started like name dropping. Like um, he said something like, because I had a Mustang, but he had an Audi. Cool. I don't, Audis are corny to me, but do you? What? you but that's you me. Corny. I'm not going to be like, your car is corny. Like that's not how I'm going to start. But if you come for me, mm -hmm. I'm going to give it back to you. Right. And then. You know, it was just kind of like, oh, I want to go to like a really nice, really nice restaurant. And then he was like, but you've got these tattoos. And I'm like, the fuck? It's like backhanded compliments. You know what I mean? Right, right. So then one day he texts me and he's like, oh, I got this um, new supplement today, beetroot. And I made a fucking joke. 
And I said, you know, all you got to, you could have saved yourself like 30 bucks and just cut. You told us about the beetroot. Yeah. And then just, and <laughs> cut the roots off yourself and blaze. I ain't got time to be cutting up beets. And I'm like, it was a joke. You, he's like, I think it's funny that you think you know more about diet and nutrition. And I'm like, well, my master's degree says I do know yeah. more. Thank you. But if you want me to for real drop some fucking knowledge on you. And he was like, you just, you're just, a, you're just a shitty single mom and you just have fun being broke. And I'm like, broke. <laughs> Who's broke? I own my own house and my own car and take care of my kids without child support. I'm right. not on welfare. You have your own apartment. Cool. But you don't own it. You got your Audi right on. But you ain't got kids to feed either. Right. So the fuck? Yeah. That turn right there. I'm like, God damn. I disagree and make a joke one time. And you're basically like calling me like unhealthy and fucking fat and unknowledgeable and broke as fuck. Like what? Yeah. If you really felt that way, then why are you pursuing me? Like you're doing this on purpose, digging shit out the air that you, whatever comes to mind. Mm -hmm. And I blocked him in the middle of his rant. For whatever reason, my blocking feature has not worked on several people since then. Another guy this past week has not worked. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of it kept coming through. I'm like, <laughs> mother that's or, funny yeah so wow. yeah i would just ghost him that's one i would just ghost so if i was across the table from him if i definitely turned him down in any way he would be one of those type of men so that's when i just fucking ghost and block yeah. you because i don't want to deal with you the repercussions do I mean, not if outweigh is spazzing out or being aggressive or whatever the case may be and ghosting so it just that. like lives in their own box and has no idea yeah like how anyone else perceives it. No, I yeah. don't get time for that. Yeah. Not everything is black and white and comes out of your little box. Yeah. And brand. <laughs> Hashtag now I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, your rant put us right into the. Uh... Oh, one more thing. That David guy, this last time I was on um, Hinge. Tell me why he swiped right on me. And I was like, skirt, you must not recognize me or you're really fucking crazy to think that Did I would ever reply? dabble. No, I was uh, like, dude. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, there's something mental there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> it is, what is love? Baby, don't hurt relationship me. advice don't hurt time. No more. So I haven't read this article in full, but I saw the title um, and it seemed pretty interesting. It says, had a threesome and feel awful about it now. I mean, uh oh, how do you feel after you masturbate some weird porn? Kind of like, God ah, damn it. <laughs> Maybe it's just that normal. Pretty much. After, <laughs> Regret. After the nut, it's like, hmm, now it's time Clear for the life, browser. life reflection. <laughs> um, did drugs. Had a threesome with my boyfriend and another guy. Feel awful about it and seem like boyfriend doesn't care and is making small little comments. Huh. All right, here we go. I've had a threesome. I have I've had threesomes years ago before I was in a relationship. Now my current boyfriend kept telling me it was unfair. I've done it with other people and not him. I told him I was never in a relationship and those people and I wouldn't want to do wouldn't want to do one now because I hate the idea of it. I rarely do drugs or alcohol, but my boyfriend said we should do MDMA as well. I was like, what ecstasy? Boom. That is ecstasy. Okay. Uh -huh. I, I don't even be knowing. 
that's where it went bad. Most of the nights, most, most of the nights are blur. But what I do remember is me agreeing to do the threesome and we somehow end up at this dude's house. I remember small parts of it, but barely anything. My legs are covered in scratch marks and bruises, which are making me feel disgusting. My lip is completely, is completely and bruised. Uh, I guess busted or swollen and bruised. I don't mm-hmm. know. She left the word out there. I spent all day. I spent all day in bed crying. I didn't leave the bed once. Same with this morning so far. I feel so ashamed and disgusted with myself. I'm just so ashamed of myself. I've been doing pretty good recently, but this brings me back to this to the start. I agree with it and was in, was enjoying it at the time, but I feel so awful now. I don't know how. How do you even know you enjoyed it? You don't remember. Right. I don't know how to make myself feel better. I think I also remember them taking a video, which makes it even worse. I have no one to talk to about this. I'm way too embarrassed to tell any of my friends. My boyfriend witnessed me cry about it and kept asking me what's wrong uh, once in a while, but I don't think he cares. Same with this morning, but he keeps uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, The end sentence, I really need some advice since I don't want to talk to anyone about this. I just feel so lost. So as I'm reading this, I'm this this has to be a dude, right? This has to be a dude. Why can't I was I was gonna ask like if he's pressuring me to do it, then why isn't he like here's a girl? Yeah, because most dudes are like, oh, I want to do it with another I, girl. It's yeah, not like I I can't dude. I can't I mean and maybe I mean we you know we have cuckolds, but I can't imagine a guy really 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 wanting the threesome and then it was like. All right, here comes this other dude that's gonna like. I don't think that's how it works. Firstly, with MDMA or ecstasy, it makes the touch of you know a fabric or skin to skin like twenty times more exaggerated in your mind. Like you're just like this is pure ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Is everything is just fucking great, and it's you're not. It's not your first time. And I get you told your boyfriend that you didn't want to do it. So that number one, I would probably in that relationship because I would feel like you knew that I was on drugs. I had told you many times prior that I was not into this and you didn't do anything to try to prevent, you know, or to to step in and be like, are you sure this is what you want to do? Let's wait until we're not on ecstasy. Mm -hmm. And you didn't protect me. You didn't do what I would have done for you. So I don't feel safe in this relationship. No, Mo. Yeah. And if it's a gay relationship, then I'd be like, are you just wanting to be with other men and just keep me around? What is, is that, is that what this is, is coming to, you Could know? Be. Could be. Yeah. I wish they did the normal, like, cause I don't really, I mean, it, either way, it doesn't, I was going to say, I wish they said like the ages and the, the, um, the genders, but either way, um, like it's just going to have to be something that heals with time. Like you did something that you didn't want to do. Um, but you wanted to do at the time because you were on drugs. Right. But you made the decision. Or so it seems to take those drugs. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not like you can't say, okay, well, I was raped. No, because you were going along with it because you were on drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not right to be with someone that's fucked up, but they're also fucked up. So it's kind of like 
But I think bad choice. I think the person even agreed to it. Yeah. And then while they were on drugs. drugs. Oh, oh, if that is the case, then yeah, you got your own issues happening. Yeah, because to yourself. If I remember it right, they went to the person's house and then did did drugs. Oh, I thought they were already high and then went to their house. Oh, it could have been. I don't know. Um. So yeah, that's where it went bad. Most of the nights of blur, but I do remember. What I do remember is me agreeing to do the threesome and we somehow ended up at the dude's house. Yeah. So. My thing is, is that's if you have never like had a partner that you were with and had a threesome, because it seemed like him or her had threesomes in the past, but they weren't, you know, with anyone. Mm -hmm. So I would be like, listen, not someone that I want to, I don't want to be doing this the rest of my life with my partner, like threesomes, like set the bar low. (laughs) If I come in hot with like threesomes and all that, then what's going to happen when things start to go stale 10 years down the line? Like, I'm not doing this forever. If this is your life, good on you. Right. I'm not into it. I told you I wasn't into it. So now I'm going to resent you. Yeah. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with trying to make your partner happy. But if it's something that you just, I, I think the problem is that the person did it before. And made the mistake about telling the partner about it. And now it's like, well, if you did this with people you didn't care about, you don't care about, you do care about me. Why can't you do the same with me? Because I'm going to knock a bitch out across the bed because I love you. And let me see her hand on your dick. I'm going to cut her. Like versus some dude that That you were in college with and some other girl. And you're like, whatever. That won't won't be the only thing that's on his dick. The hand. It ain't going to get much (laughs) further than that. That's... Not a threesome. That's a. That's a. That's why I would never spectator. agree to that. That's someone that I love. Like no. Yeah. It'd have to be just two people that I just fucking don't even give a shit. Like none of us. You know, like I don't. Maybe they can be a couple, and so that's their fucking problem later on on the line. But yeah. Oh, you want to be a unicorn? I don't. That, I don't. That what they call them? I don't. I know me, and I would be like, why am I not number one? Like just no. Yeah. Like a one time thing, maybe. Yeah. Well, that's what it's. But even probably that. should be. I don't know if you could be like a relationship third wheel. I mean, that's mm. that's not going to be fun either. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I that was that was pretty simple. Like, if if you're if he pressured you into doing this thing, you did it, and now you don't feel comfortable in the relationship, or you're super sad. Like, it sounds like the relationship is has taken its course also here she sounds a little bit manipulative because she's like my boyfriend keeps asking me what's wrong but i don't think he really cares so you're just gonna not tell him when he can see that something's wrong he's asking you about it right but you're gonna say he doesn't even care he's asking you because he cares oh i guess i should read the update (sighs) all right i'll read the update (laughs) edit thank you everyone for all the answers i read through them all uh, me and my boyfriend finally talked about it. He said he's also not sure how he feels and that he's trying to process it also. He didn't watch the videos and told me he's going to delete them and that something should be left to fantasy. I have to leave for work for five days straight since I'm mm. required to travel for work and I'm hoping I can have some time to think about what happened and where to go from here. I also, I'll also be contacting a therapist. For everyone saying I got raped, that's hard to 
that's hard for me to realize because in my eyes, I just got too messed up on drugs and alcohol and enjoyed it then, then, but now I'm regretting it all. My bro, my boyfriend was also pretty messed up. I really appreciate the answers. Well, you can also enjoy sex with someone and then regret it a week later when you have a herpes outbreak. You know, that doesn't make it rape. <laughs> no. If you're not, and, unless you know, she, wanting to, to stop in the middle, like, at any point well, in time you said no and didn't want to do that. Well, sure. if you if you were too messed up to say no, then that's that's rape. If you didn't. Right, you but didn't they said it. they enjoyed it. They couldn't remember anything, but they knew they liked it. Well, yeah, but if if. I don't even want to say you and I because that makes it too weird. But if someone drugs you and you lose your will or your ability to say no, that's rape. I understand that. But yeah. she wasn't comatose. And there's a video that her boyfriend has. So if anything, if, if there's any question of was I not into it or was I you know, unconscious for any point of it, watch the video. I mean, I don't. The there's video doesn't evidence. matter because she's. She's intoxicated. She's on Molly in the, or on ecstasy in a video. So was everyone else, though. I, I get it. But what I'm saying is the drugs were given to her. She agreed to take whatever. the drugs. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I you don't can't, know. you know, say, yes, I want to do these drugs and put it in your own mouth. And then but be like, point, yes, I want to have you, a threesome and then call you, it rape. But whatever you do thereafter, it, but it is, though. That's the thing. It is. Okay, what unless if the other the, person... Unless the intention before you took the drugs was to participate. If that's not what it was, then it's... Uh, it, I don't... it also lowers inhibitions. Like, I'll find myself very... I'm very conservative when I'm not drinking. Now, I'm going to do certain things when I'm drinking, but later on, I'll be like, mm, cringeworthy. Maybe. But if I'm not drinking, then I'm like, eh. So... If you're taking a drug, it lowers your inhibitions. You still didn't say no. Like, yeah, but if you're not unconscious and you could walk, but and, what if what if you didn't have the like you wanted to say no because it was the right thing to do, but it was still something that you wanted to do? Then you wouldn't have said no that it was because you were on drugs, but you still should have had the right to be in your right state of not mind and say no. Right, but it seems like they wanted to be. That's what I'm saying. It's, do it. There's something missing there. Like yeah. I don't know why. I don't know where. Yeah, did it they was know this person? Was it a friend? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. But yeah. Well, all right. That ended on a a, a very different note. Um, I don't know where these people on Reddit like find all the energy to be typing this shit out. I picture them doing it from their phone. Like, that's a lot of texting out of the phone. Well, it doesn't have to be from the phone, but it could be from the phone. I need something that I can hook to my phone with a microphone where it just talk to, talk to text. You know, like, yeah, they be like going, the one app. They they be going that's, that's a lot. That is a lot. I can't see doing that on my phone. Mm -mm. No way. I also can't see myself being like, oh, let me get my laptop out. Let me log in here. I'm not doing all that either. <laughs> so it's like well i guess you won't be seeking ready device then huh no no hell fucking no but these people are crazy yes they are but, but it's they're, entertainment they're very entertaining <laughs> absolutely well we thank you all for listening to the what happened podcast again we do this for you once a week my name is cam and i'm lacy and don't listen to us we're single 
Yeah, this is not advice by any means. It's yeah. just opinionated, you know, talk yeah. amongst friends. Listen to our situations and laugh at us and, and co-sympathize. Co um, but yeah, we will be back at you next week. Again, I haven't seen anything much on socials, but please hit us up. We are there to respond or there to maybe throw your inquiries or your comments in the pod at some point. So we welcome all uh, feedback and suggestions and stories and all that good stuff. We hope to hear from you soon. This was the What Happened Podcast. See ya.